0: From the 5th Quarter Studios in
2: Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins.
1: Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplug. We're so excited you decided to join us um make sure you go over and leave those five star reviews if you like this go over and listen to our other podcasts like the five minute basketball coaching podcast or high school hoops or funnel down defense or coaching youth hoops or whatever uh whatever one of the seven in our in our network that you would like to listen to Uh, but before we jump in i'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors first of all dr dish the number one shooting machine on the market they are always what i love about dr dish is they're always innovating they're always making that a little bit better and that's what that's why I think they're the best machine out there we like I've said before we own three of them and I would not be talking about them every day if I did not believe them mention coach unplugged they'll give you four and fifty dollars off and they'll give you a one customer service and then also what what helps keep the lights on what helps keep everything moving is teachhoops.com um, it's for coaches who want to get better it is a one-stop shop by a basketball coach for a basketball coach Um, You know, I'm always working with my team 365 days a year, working on making us better. And I want to do the same thing for you. I'm giving you resources, one-on-one calls, office hours, a roadmap per se that will help you uh, become a better coach. And we offer 14-day free trial because I believe you should come in and kick the tires around and see if it's right for you. If it's not, that's fine. Um, But I, I guarantee that you're going to love it. All right, let's head off to the podcast.
0: Not only as a
2: coach, I, I've told know. my wife this. I said, if I ever take another job, if I move to Florida to take a job, yeah. I'd say, like, yeah. Okay, it's like, what happens if I get fired? I get fired. It's like, I know my stuff, right? It's cool, I'm gonna do what's right by the kids, you know. Right. You never know what the situation's gonna give you,
0: right? So, um, I think again, if I had to go back and say to a young coach, figure out the fundamentals of the game because I, I know you'd think you know them, and I don't care how high up levels you've played, you don't know.
2: I still don't know him. I swear to God, I still I still I'm still bobbled by how to teach a proper screen. It's been thirty years. It's like, oh my God, it's like so
0: we bagged it, coach. We bagged screens because I got sick and tired of getting called for moving screens all the time. Right. We went through a, we went through a season a couple years ago for the first six weeks. We refused to do any ball screens and the only screens we would do a lot out of the beeline stuff is the two guard the diagonal screen to screener type stuff, which
2: Right. And that's what we do
0: very difficult to go I think it's the most difficult action to guard if you know how to defend
2: right I think I think one of the difficult actions to defend is and I'm teaching my son this is um the back screen yeah the three-point shooter I said Drew if you set back screens you will be what do you go what do you mean I go they got to decide if they're going to defend the guy coming off the back screen you pop it yep go deep like he can shoot deep like like way deep it's like, well, which one are they going to defend? Right. Well, because I never thought of that. I go, well, set some more back screens and you'll find out how open you are.
0: Yeah. Or so, your I mean,
2: teammate's going to get a layup.
0: And, that, yeah. and that's similar, I guess. Well, I think we're on the same page. That's similar to the action I'm talking about in the beeline stuff. There yeah. are those the type of back screen actions and then getting a down screen off of it. There's just yeah. so much there that has to be guarded. And it irritates me when you watch a team figure it out. and they, they don't even teach it. They don't even know what they're doing. They just – got in the way almost, you know, but Right. teaching our guys that time to be, to be slow with it a little bit, set the stuff, let the next thing happen. Um, you know, and going back to the young coaches, I think it's important to coach that you have a staff that you trust. I'm telling you, there's two days. I've said this a
2: thousand times, two days that make your season, the day you pick your team yeah, and the day you pick your staff. yeah. Like I've had two staffs in 30 years, two staffs, mm-hmm. like yeah. literally like, now, the problem with that is sometimes you get um, kind of pack mentality. We all start thinking away the like, but, right. but it, well, I keep bringing new people in and it's like, I always, yeah. I've said this, I don't know if you've heard me say it, but you need a Yoda. You need an older, I, I have someone that I went to his camp on my staff. Yeah. So yeah. I have a Yoda. You need, yeah. you need the, um, like the, the graduate assistant guy who will do all yeah. that stuff that, to be honest with you, I don't want to do anymore. Right. Do that. <laughs> Yeah. He, that's nate nate's gonna help you nate's gonna do all that stuff for filling out the forms and stuff for you yeah he's gonna do he's awesome at it he's a great yep. coach that's what he's gonna do and then you need a guy that's gonna question you all the time yep. and i yep. have one of those too yep. all the time like
0: yeah yeah and i think what's important there too for young coaches is to give those coaches a voice right but don't let them just stand there yeah. they've got to run segments they've got to run drills so I, think, I
2: haven't run an offensive segment in like four years. John does it. I don't do – I don't – I don't I – don't, I'm not – I don't care. It's like he's yeah. good at it. Go do it. Like, here you go.
0: And, and it gives ownership into the team mentality. And then when you do speak, you know, now yes. all attention. You know, it's like I said, I would tell our coaches oftentimes, you know, there were various, various segments throughout a practice that I was literally – the guy that stood underneath the hoop to make sure all the guys were off the inline, mm-hmm. like that was my job. That was my right. role. I was telling, hey, my hey, this is my job. I'm gonna do my job the best I can right now. Right. Get off the inline, you know. Coaches out there talking, let them go through it. And I would often say, I have to own that bench, meaning those kids that aren't playing, they're my responsibility. The right. assistant coaches, you focus on what's going on out there. I, I get that. I can get their attention anytime I want to. Right. I got to make sure these guys sitting here who are getting. Six minutes, four minutes, two minutes. Where is their mind? You know how are they operating? I've started.
2: You know what I started doing is I started videotaping the bench. So we break down bench. We we break down bench conduct during the game. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's it's like it's not just about those five. Those five are easy, right? We can shade that guy's not setting that screen. What are you doing? Like, are you ready? Then then we'll we'll go. We'll break it down, and I'll circle. It's like you don't look like you're ready to go in the game. Maybe right. that's why you went in and missed your first two threes. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I think it's yeah. so it, – it takes an extra, an extra camera to do it, but it, it's definitely worth it.
0: Now, do you guys
2: use um, Huddle? We do use Huddle. And, okay. my co- and we just got – um, I don't know. you bought something through NFSH that's like an eye in the sky that follows so, the ball. Did you, buy,
0: did you buy the Pixelot system? Yes. Okay. So I Love had bought, I bought the Pixelot system. Actually, I didn't buy it at Oxbridge. I want it. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to get it approved, and the business office was just sort of, well, Pat, you know, I don't know. Can we wait on this one? I go to a meeting in Windedank thing. I said, listen, there's nothing stopping me now. So then when I got to Windermere Prep to take this job, the first thing we did was I bought a huddle camera for the gym. Okay. So what I'm leading up to is um, I'm we we're working on, A, these games should all be filmed. Live That's should. awesome. And then you guys should be – I've got to figure out how to make it so – that when the game's over you can just put that into your huddle
2: yeah i wonder if you're gonna have to share it and then we yeah. download it and just upload it i mean that's not, as long as there's wi-fi it's not a
0: big yeah video. we'll have to figure that out so that's one yeah. of the things we wanted to make sure and again from our coaches it's it's fantastic you know oh, it's, it's just awesome i'm yeah. yeah we, we,
2: we got know. it last year and we still taped because i didn't trust it <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, I'm like that old guy that doesn't. I won't get in the automobile. I'm gonna take my horse. I don't, you know. I just, it's like I can Like tape is like. See, yeah. I'm old school. Yeah. I've watched more tape than any human being should. I, I was old VCR guy. Two yeah. two decks. You know, slow my my. I, I'm telling you, huddle huddle and crossover saved my marriage because the amount of time I would break tape down. Yep. And stats and all that stuff. I don't even. Oh. I mean, oh it's horror it was horror i mean but it taught yeah. me it taught me a lot about the game yeah that's no doubt. Dunk-
0: you know, going back to the tape there's no doubt because i was a tape guy too vcr right. and you would sit there and it would be pause and you'd, you'd chart the stats yourself right Six o'clock every morning after a game five o'clock whatever time i knew i needed to get in before school started to shot, shot charge possession whatever i you know and you think about it. Uh, I almost felt like when we got into the huddle world that I was, I was cheating.
2: Right. Like
0: I had a process. Well, like I,
2: the, here's the issue: is I had an advantage. That's what takes me off. I had an advantage because I outworked you. Right. Like I had more tape than you did. Now they got all the. It's like <laughs> it's like now I got to find it. I I remember sitting after my first season, my only losing season. We were seven fourteen. I will never forget this. I'm sitting there with one of my assistants who ended up being the principal to school, and I go, I can't do this. Can't do this again. I can't go through. And then we we literally on the bus ride home is like a two hour bus. He goes, he goes. You can out scout people, Steve. You can out scout them. This was twenty five years ago. There's things that you can do to help your team. Yeah, no one else will be willing to do. That's where you got to start. And then we talked about the youth program and all that stuff. Yeah, you can out scout people. And I go, ooh, I can. You know, I can spend more time watching film. Yeah, and know exactly what you're going to do before you do. Um, Yeah, now it's like it's
0: it's almost cheating. How easy? How about this? How about this, Coach? In Florida, you can't film the opposing team's game. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Like
2: we'll be playing a game, and I go, "Okay, who's here? Who's there? Who's there?"
0: Illegal. That's crazy. I know. There's teams, varsity teams, that will win state championships in Florida who don't even film their games.
2: Oh my god! I can't believe that. I can't. I mean, I mean, literally, like, I don't know what I would do. I might hire a. I might hire a business to go out and tape for me if I lived in Florida. I swear to God, it's
0: like, what are they going to do? Johnny's dad's going over there. To, I mean, but that's the funny part, though, in today's day and age, when everyone has their phone or iPad and their. F-
2: you could hire a kid to go to the game. Go to the game. Take your phone out and tape it for you. I'll give you fifty yeah. bucks.
0: Yeah. You do that in a
2: second. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so you're basically telling them that's what's wrong with the rule because we live right. in a world where everybody videotapes everything you should be able to have access to all of it i i couldn't agree more i don't know that's just wow i wow. where else were we we were in we were some playing somebody we couldn't get any film on it. and it's like what you, no one would no one you couldn't tape it's <laughs> like i don't know I think it's, I, I, I have no problem sharing tape. It's like, let's, let's, I, I want my guys to be prepared, your guys to be prepared. Right. What do you think the hardest thing
0: to teach is? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment I don't think it's necessarily a skill. I think it's the day in, day out process of getting better. I'm going to tell you a funny story, Coach. So I'm always a big believer in catching the ball with two hands. Again, old school, Western PA mindset. So I had a freshman a couple years ago, and every time we'd go through a drill or something, he would catch it with and do this. So finally, and I would scream out every time, catch ball with two hands, catch ball with two hands. We get to right before the postseason starts that year, and I said, that's it. I pull the kid out of practice, and him and I now are on the sideline throwing the ball back and forth. And I said, we need to catch the ball with two hands. If you want to be a player, right. you need to learn how to catch the ball with two hands. I'm throwing him chest passes. By. Again, he's going like this. And I said – Son, what's the problem here? I need you to catch it with the, He says, Coach, quit yelling at me. I am. And I stopped for a second. I went, at the same time. He went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it hit me. And I, I apologize to you. I, I did a horrible job coaching you. Yes, I didn't I, teach you. Yeah. I didn't teach you right. But yeah. oh, yeah. I think you weren't – you meant – this, I, I thought, to me, it sounded pretty self-explanatory. Catch the ball with two hands, and right. his, he was catching it with two right. hands.
2: Well, it's, a, it's the whole demonstrate thing. got dem- I mean, I swear you got to demonstrate. I, I personally think shooting is – it's
0: not what it was.
2: Yeah. Because if you look at the analytics, it's all threes and lamps.
0: No doubt. It's all so threes and lamps. The mid-range game's gone. It's, yeah. Uh, it's over. So it's and I don't know
2: what you can do to it other than maybe move the line back. I don't know if you can, I don't know what can change that. It just right. I think the mid-range being gone has
0: affected the game a lot. It definitely has. You know, because I think it's affected uh, how pick and roll is done. I think it's affected how much the game's played inside out. Cause I just got done talking to our coach about it because we were back and forth about front and the post and all this. And I said, Coach, why why are you worried about it? Someone's going to roll the ball in there once or twice a game, wall them up, move on. They're I not so worried about like,
2: we're, we're, we're fighting in ours. Like, how do we want to handle screens? Like, yeah. it's like, okay, well, so I finally said, okay, here's what we're going to do all the time. And then yeah. we're going to adjust to our opponents. Now, when we come down there, we won't know our opponents as well, sure. but everybody else we play, we know yeah. exactly what they're going to do. We'll have tape on them. I said. Then, if we need to hedge, we'll do that for this team. If we need to switch for this team, we can spend two or three days. We can teach them that, and then we'll do it for that game. Yep. Otherwise, it's like you know, yes, it's like always doing this, always doing that. I don't have them. I have them for. I don't have them on the off season. I don't. I can't. I'm not like Bayline. I mean, I can't teach all that stuff. That's the problem.
0: Right. And and I think that's sort of where we got into. you know, drilling the heck out of sideline baseline, right? It was easy. We we've I've been at, really every school I've been at as a basketball coach was a football school, so I that's just true. really adopted the football mindset of not allowing kids to score, and we'll just figure out how to get the ball in the hoop at the other end. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we, well, we, well that's all the
2: only reason we were competitive last year. The last couple years we've just haven't had the, the guys, but yeah. we were competitive because we could defend people. Like yeah. we can stop you, you yeah. not score. The right. reason we didn't make it to the state tournaments because we, we had a stretch where we couldn't score.
0: Yeah. Okay, I can live right. with that. I mean, it's, it is what it is. But, um, so it's funny, you know, Coach, one of my big pet peeves is, is I've gotten down to Florida and, and gone to the coaching world down here has been the, these kids, and, and this is amazing to me just from my background because I thought the kids in Western PA, they know how to play basketball. They right. may not be the best basketball player. They know how to play the game, right? These kids here will spend eight hours in the gym working on their game. And I'll always tell them, you've wasted seven hours and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Because you really need 45 minutes of a focused workout. And they, they get lost in, you know, coach, I was in the gym for four hours. What'd you do for four hours, you know? I know. It's Work crazy. Out. It's crazy. My son, had, my son didn't
2: play. Me, he, he's got some colleges looking at him and stuff. He didn't play AU the last two years. And I, said, and I said, or travel, I go, Drew, there's no reason for you to do that. Right. If you want to play for me, and if you ever want to play at the next level, we need to get in the gym in the summer and in the spring. And we need yep. to work on your ball handling. We need to work on your shooting. We need to work on your strength. Because now, I'll say, I, I, and I said to him, if you want to go hang out with your friends and you <laughs> want to go to Iowa and play seven games in a day, we can do that. Yeah. But that's not making you a better player. Correct. That's true. Yeah, if you're one of those guys like Jalen Johnson, who is at IMG, was in our league. He's a top five in the 2020 class, legit kid, probably yeah. lottery in my opinion. He needs a summer. He yeah. needs a U. He needs to go against those guys. You don't. You know. You got to go play against your friends and play. But that's what that's what's crazy about the game now. I
0: think. And Coach. I think that's what I'd like to sort of drive home in this little in the conversation we're having. You know, 25 years ago when AAU started, it was the top 100 players going at it. Everybody was right. with their high school teams in the summer, learning how to play with it, you know, whatever the coach was teaching. Uh, and, and we have totally lost the vision of what the whole travel ball world is. As I've often said, if you want to – one of the things, besides going back to that model, that that the travel stuff is, is from June to July. And – Hammered right. into that period, there's not these year long programs that were just what are we doing? You know, it's, it's uh, money, it's, it's 100%
2: money, no 100% money. it's money. money driven, it's shoe right. driven, it's all this. Yeah. The problem is, like I said, in Wisconsin, Wisconsin's had some legit players in the last yeah. 10, 20 years. Like Hero is like, I might be rookie of the year in the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah. He yeah. can play, and yeah. he can't even go to Wisconsin, he can play. Yeah. Anyway, we've got, we've got those kids. Yeah, we have a very small piece of those kids. The rest of them, I just don't. I don't understand. They're they're, they're chasing a dream that they're being sold. It's like it's a like a bait and switch. It's You're right. that's what bothers me. You're right. Um,
0: and, Again, for us, you know, we would spend. I'm a big believer, in, and we did shoot a lot of practice. So we did a lot of shooting stuff at practice. I just, it's funny as as you've heard my philosophy. It's a defensive mindset, but I just. We just shot the heck out of the ball practice. I thought it was good to teach it and drill it.
2: It's a skill that's lost in, for young coaches. It's been really hard in my career because I'm thinking, "Oh, we got to work on this." We, yeah. I literally, I'm at the top of my practice plan now. I say that we, you know, like 25. We got to get shots up no it's, it's that skill that's lost. Like, if you if you don't, it's it's kind of like I'm um, hitting a curveball. If you don't consistently see balls coming at you, yep. you won't hit it. If you, I'm telling my son, I said, you got three days. If you take more than three days off, your shot's going to go. Yep. <laughs> because it's just a repetition thing. It's right. just that, you know, yeah.
0: And coach, sometimes as we get older in this game as coaches, you forget what the mindset of a 15 year old kid is. Right. Their defense gets a lot better when they see the ball go through the hoop on offense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: You know, so we're at practice the one day it's a couple years ago and we've all, we've been blessed obviously with a lot of, former pros in the area down in West Palm that would come out to just be around our program. We're in the gym and Tayshawn Prince, who played at Kentucky, was, was knew one of our assistants. He said, hey, you guys are on half-court takes. We were, we were in a game prep mode. He said, do you mind if I come in and get some shots up on the other end at the end of your practice? I said, no, it's not a problem. So we'd been, we had a young team, a bunch of young – we started three freshmen that year who were learning the game and um, great athletes. And we would always do the five spots of shooting. Like I was something that we were going to drive home. We were we were going to be you know left right into your shot, one dribble, pull up, simplify the game. And they would fight it all the time, just because that's the natural fifteen year old right. kid. And uh, they wanted to bounce it eighty seven times. And we you know, the, don't he, even get me
2: started on the trainers are teaching all right. that dribbling stuff before, like. So
0: so take uh, so how about this? Tayshon's at the other end by himself. Because he was just there with the ball. He didn't pull a gun out. He was just shooting. He goes right to the five spots, and he's doing all the same stuff at the five spots. And our co- our kids are starting to look now and go, Coach, look what look what Tayshawn Prince. Is. I said, Yeah, guys, that's called basketball. That, that's right. what that's what players do. Right. The ones who you know, the best of the best have a have a go to move and a counter. That's it. Right. They, they My
2: best point guard that I ever coached had a move and a counter. That's all he had. And he's he's quick as hell. Yeah, yeah. Those two things. That's all you need: a move and a counter move. All this other stuff that people are doing,
0: don't need it. It's a shame, you know. And it's it's hard. It is so hard to watch at times the game when it gets into that.
2: uh, It's a turnover. What I say, it's a turnover waiting to happen. No doubt.
0: The damn ball so much. No doubt.
2: So let's talk about the tournament. Let's talk about the tournament. Go ahead and, and and tell people about it.
0: So the rock holiday classic, it's, it's, this is my first year with it uh, at Windermere. It's, I, they've definitely been doing, I want to say it's at least eight years, nine yeah, years, seven or eight at least. Yeah, uh, And we're talking about, and what I like about it is we're talking, this is, this is seven of the, you know, very good programs around the country. I mean, right. And Windermere Preps is the eight, but I mean, we obviously, it's a local as, as the local team, but right. Uh, when I saw the list of some of those teams and the diversity of those teams and their style of plays that, uh, it 's definitely going to be an exciting three days there, uh you know with Sunday being off for the for everyone to sort of enjoy right Disney, which is right, right. around the corner and uh, just to see good basketball play I mean we also have a girls' tournament that goes with it uh, again I know he- this is
2: the first time my gir- the girls have gone we got we got a couple legit we got at least two division one girls and it 's like he goes coach came up to me in the hallway he goes, Oh, I looked at our first round and then I looked at our second round. I go, well, okay. <laughs> You're not going to these things not to be pushed. You want to right. be pushed. I yeah. said, well, don't worry about It's what we were talking about before. I'm not worried. I mean, I want to win it. But I'm also going down there because I get them by myself for five, oh. six. It, it's basically a retreat. All these yeah. tournaments I've gone to, you know, gone to Myrtle Beach, gone all that stuff. It's about me getting them with me for yeah. five or six days. Which, which is awesome. There. Yeah, that's the best part about these tournaments,
0: and and here's the here's the second best part, Coach, for you. Um, that you know, it took me a long time to get used to down here. I'd walk out of a practice in January fifteenth <laughs> out of the gym in a pair of shorts and a right. Right outside, hop in the car and head home for the day, you know, yeah. as I'm past the palm trees. and It's thinking, dark and dark when I leave. It's like a, it's
2: dark when I go to school and it's dark when I come home and it's cold. That's basically,
0: yeah. it's, you know, and it's the wind. People ask me all the time, you know, what, what, what don't you miss about PA? the wind? And I know the Wisconsin area. I mean, I can only imagine coming off those buses with the windshield and just it just smacks you right in the it's face. Like, <laughs>
2: Well, last year we met, we didn't have school for four or five days because it was too cold. Oh wow! Like, cold days. Like I I went outside and threw boiling water up, and it froze before it hit the ground. It's crazy. Now, do you,
0: are you allowed to practice or no?
2: We can't. Yeah, we it's, used to be able to, but now they now they don't yeah. let. I mean, in the old days we used to be able to, but the now. Think like,
0: about this. How about how funny is this? Just to you know, I know you you've coached in Wisconsin for a long time. You know, going into your season every year, and in, in you're not. You know, it's not on, on a schedule somewhere, but a game's going to get snowed out. S- school's going to get canceled. You could have three days off. You come down here to Florida, and that's never a problem. Right. You play every game. You're going to practice every practice. I know. Uh, it's so different. I mean, it's those little things, right, that you think. And you don't, I don't have any control over it. It's no like, control.
2: No control over it. So it's like it used to bother me more. Now it doesn't. Like, what am I going to do about it? Like, no doubt. I'm going stay home and watch some tape and those <laughs> kind of things um all right so any parting words for the listeners
0: no i, I tell you what this is uh you know i really appreciate having me on and talking i feel like awesome uh, you know to hear here hear coaches talk about again the next generation of coach that we're trying to to helpsters help. that's
2: who's listening to this i mean I, before i talked to you i just got off a coach that's you know he's got his first game tomorrow he's coaching like seventh graders It was like it's like he goes. He's worried about how to deal with the parents and all All the stuff that you and I dealt with a long time ago. I go, have a parent meeting. It will be okay. You know, a lot of the questions you're asking me will not be the questions in 24 hours (laughs) because once you once you throw them in, and it's like
0: whoa,
2: it's like you don't know what's going on.
0: And and again, though, I think it's funny. I think if uh, that that last thought for young coaches is figure out a way to enjoy your process. Yeah, that, that's a struggle I often had. You know, when when as the longer I got into coaching, the wins I, I they weren't enjoyable because it was yeah. worried about the next game, and the losses just ruined the whole house.
2: Yeah, and again, it's, it's about the journey. That's what I tell people. Yeah. It's about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about the yeah. journey. It's like what yeah. we were talking about before. Well, coach, thank you. Thank I you for being on.
1: Hey everybody, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.